Live from the Old Church Concert Hall in Portland, Oregon, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. May the narrative be with you. I don't know, I don't know what you were doing in the spring of uh, 2014, but I was, I was caregiving. See, my brother, he hooked me up with a job uh, in, in a foster home for folks with dementia, and, and it, was, it was fun. I re- it was a really good job. I mean, I wasn't working outdoors anymore. I had all the food I can eat. And sometimes I was able to bring my niece, uh, Meme. She was like three or four at the time. I, I don't really remember. I'm a bad ankle. But, um, but I was babysitting Meme. And, but I know I didn't want to do that job for a long time. And I was also going to school at the time. And I said, man, I don't want, I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. Like, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and and I, I, I am, I'm, I'm in school and I apply for this job. And uh, this job is a big deal because it's my first job, my first desk job. And it's a big deal because historically speaking, in my family, very, very few people have a job behind a desk. So it's like, oh my God, this is a big, big deal. So I apply for the job and, and I get an interview and I forgot about the interview. <laughs> but I remembered about the interview just on time to be five minutes late. So that day I was babysitting my niece and I get to the door, I knock on the door, this girl opens the door and she says, can I help you? I said, hi, I'm here for the interview. And she looks at me, she looks at the puke in my shirt, because I had puke in my shirt, and she looks at Meme. And she says, uh, no kids allowed. And I said, oh, okay. And I tried, you know, I give it my all. And, she, and then she's, she didn't have a poker face, she had a Mona Lisa face. And she said, I'm joking. And I said, I don't know if I, I was gonna punch her in the face or, or say thank you, you know, but I said, okay, thank you, and I walked in there. It was a, it was a group interview, and uh, the purpose of that group interview is to see how well you work with others. And uh, so, and I put my niece in, in, uh, in the corner, I gave a piece of paper and a pen, and I was doing my thing. First activity, we were, we're, uh, uh, we're putting groups, and we are supposed to build uh, a, a tower uh, with spaghetti, uh, marshmallows, and tape, right? It was a great, uh, great, great activity. So we finished that activity, we moved to the next activity, and in this activity we are, uh, we're given a piece of paper, we're being regrouped, and we're giving this a piece of paper, and we are supposed to present on the information on the paper. But my niece decides that she wants to go to the bathroom, and she's like, I want to go to the bathroom, and I can tell she has been holding it for a long time. So I grab my niece, I run to the bathroom as fast as I can, and then I don't know what to do, because I see the man's bathroom, the woman's, and the woman, men, 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 what do I do? Thank God. There was this girl who offered to help me. And as soon as they got out, I ran back to that interview and they were already presenting. So I was like, oh my God, what do I do? So I just grabbed that piece of paper and I scanned that thing. And when it was my turn to speak, I don't even know if I spoke English, seriously. I was like, I was nervous. I didn't know what I was talking about. And I was like, oh my God. And honestly, I would have never given uh, myself the job after that interview. And interview was over, we'll, uh, and they said, we'll call you in a couple of days. So no one called me in a couple of days. No one called me in a week, I lost my hope. But two weeks later, I received a phone call. Bueno, hello? Yeah, is this Ivan? Yeah, this is Ivan, how can I help you? Oh, well, we wanna give you an interview. Oh my gosh, I get the interview. I was so happy, I was like, no mames, I got the interview. Dad, this is so cool. And this time, I'm on time, no puke, no, no meme, and 
I'm, I'm so excited. I'm like half, half excited, half nervous, but I'm actually more excited than nervous. So I'm sitting like this with like huge smile and like my hands, are like, my hands are sweating. So we go through the, uh, through the interview questions and the last question, they try to get me off guard. So the last question is, so Ivan, if you look at the window, look at the window, and there's a panda, what is the panda doing here? And I was like, oh my God, that's the Kung Fu instructor just taking a little break, you know, before going to his next lesson. And I got the job. And I was like, yeah, oh my God, well, I got the position. You know, and I was really happy. And this is like, this is, this is like the big, big deal. So I get the position and this is a spring term. We are getting ready for fall. So that, uh, we go through a training during the summer, and this is like the best thing ever. You know, I, I started doing uh, like leadership activities, and we, do, uh, uh, we went rafting, and we're doing all this good stuff. And I just, I just can't wait to, uh, for my first day of work. So the first day of work arrives, and it's a mess. But that's another story, right? I get to the, I get to the job, and the, I mean, the morning is a mess, but the rest of the day is just awesome. You know, I'm doing what, I'm, uh, what I was trained for. I'm enjoying my first day of work, and it's just awesome. And then I realized, this is not work. Like, I shouldn't be getting, getting paid for this. I mean, just sitting behind a desk, you know, typing things in the computer, talking to people, laughing, scheduling things, you know, helping people uh, find a career. And I said, this is not work. Come on. Work. I mean, work. I'm used to call work something that you do with your hands. You know, uh, I had to drop blood, sweat, and tears, and, you know, and I'm a man, and I'm working. This is not work. Come on. But what I'm more surprised, you know, as I go into my position is that people actually care about me and my education and my future. And I said, well, before I would have said, this is bullshit, you know. I, was very, I grew up very skeptical because a lot of people try to take advantage of me in several ways. And I couldn't believe that people actually care about me. So I realized that it was about, life is about giving and not taking. So I was a go-getter, but then I became a go-giver. And then as I, as I moved on into my position, I learned a lot. And then I applied for, uh, once the, the, year, uh, the school year was over, I applied for the Women's Research Center. And it was a big challenge. I learned about feminism and machismo and healthy masculinity. And I took on big projects. And I was like, wow, this is so awesome. I learned a lot of things, and then once the year's over, I said, okay, what's next? So I aim for student body president, and I said, I'm gonna get this position. So I apply, and I get it, right? And here I am, realizing about all the things that I've done. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this. And by the time, I am heavily involved with student leadership. I mean, and I'm mentoring um, uh, high school seniors, and I meet with them on a monthly basis. So on one specific occasion, I am, we're doing this activity, and in the activity, I am in charge of all the resources. So I distribute the resources, and as I don't know what happened, I started having a presidential conversation with someone, and then in the background, I hear someone saying, I have nothing else to give. So I let that sink in for a moment, and then I, and I I don't remember who said that. Honestly, I wish I, I, I know who said that because that was a very special moment in my life because it changed everything. I let that sink in and 
And then I look around at what's going on. And what I do is that I start taking resources from those who have a lot, and I start giving it to those who have less. Equitable distribution of resources. And then once I'm done, everyone's like a little confused, and some people are very unhappy. But some people are very happy, and I know I did the right thing. So I let that sink in. And, you know, as activity is, is progressing, everything's going well, we're learning a lot. And then I stop. And then I feel like something hit me hard. But it felt really good. Because it was a realization. And then I stopped and said, oh, my God. A few years ago, I was doing this. Now I'm here. Where am I going to be when I finish my associates, when I finish my bachelor's? when I finish my master's or my PhD in leadership and education, because that's what I want to do. And then I said, this is exactly what I'm going to do. And I declared to myself, huh, I'm going to be the president of Mexico. I'm going to be the president of my country. <laughs> December 1st, 2036, by the way. And, and then I said, oh, no, I am already the president. Hell yeah, well, you know, I'm the president. And... And then I said, and this is exactly what I am going to do. I'm going to take the resources and I'm going to distribute them in an equitable manner. And so people are going to be upset, and that's okay. But I know it's the right thing because that's why I took a leadership class, because that's exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to become a good leader, a strong leader, someone who helps others. And I said, yeah. That's what I want to do. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Because that's exactly what leaders do. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. And, and I'm letting that sink in. Thank you.